Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tired of the holiday rush? Take a break and indulge in the ultimate gift of relaxation. Introducing Reverse Aesthetics. And what's the perfect gift for everyone on your list? Look no further than Reverse Aesthetics gift cards. Treat your loved ones, even yourself, to a little self-care. IV hydration treatments following too much eggnog, weight loss treatments after too many cookies, or even wrinkle relaxers if you are the Grinch. Reverse Aesthetics gift cards. Purchase online at reverse-aesthetics.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On The Money, the show where we want to make you a better better. And reminder, sports are fast, betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to know, to uh, set the limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. And Ryan, this Cotton Bowl line <laughs> has been wild and crazy, All right? I mean, when the game was first announced, Ohio State immediately came out as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, thinking, okay, you got Ohio State versus Missouri. Ohio State should be a big favorite. Well, then, of course, you know, the, the betting line comes down and Ohio State ends up just being a one point favorite late on that first day where it was announced. And then overnight that Monday, the day after the bowl game was announced, Missouri is suddenly the favorite and they were a favorite all the way up until this week. And then Ohio State now all this news trickling out about who's playing, who's not playing news today. Travion Henderson is going to be playing in the Cotton Bowl. So now it really seems like, and it sounds like it's also trending that Cade Stover is likely going to play in the game as well. So now it's trending. It sounds like you're going to have Marvin Harrison out, and it looks like potentially you're going to have Tommy Eichenberg out still injured. So those are the two guys it seems like that are not going to play. And the line now has moved Ryan to Ohio State minus three. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned Cade Stover. I heard there might be a little injury issue that with him, it. too, yes. so they're not sure with that. But, yeah, it sounds like Jim Knowles said yesterday, he said he thinks everybody, he doesn't expect anyone uh, to opt out. I think that's great news. I think it's super surprising, actually, yeah. but but I think it's great news. I do, too. And so the funny thing about it is I remember a couple years ago when Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave opted out Mm -hmm. and it was like, oh, my gosh, can you believe that they would opt out of a big bowl game? And so then now it's just kind of gotten to the point where it feels very normal, like you expect guys to opt out. And so at the time, it was a big deal. Those wide receivers opting out. And now we know Marvin Harrison probably not going to play. He hasn't been uh, practicing in pads. So. 
but here's the deal for me. If you, I, I went initially thinking Missouri is so motivated for this bowl game. I felt like Missouri was the way to play it. And now I really believe, and unfortunately the, the line has moved. So you're, you're missing some of that value, but I really believe this is an Ohio state team that wants to be there. Devin Brown, this is his audition to be the guy. I now think Ohio state is the right side in this game. It's so funny because I've heard people talk about motivation and I thought the motivation was going to be on the side of Ohio State because I thought we were going to see a bunch of players trying to audition for next year. Sure. Uh, and the, the other thing I think is unfair to say to Missouri with the motivation, let's not forget this Missouri football team's really good. Mm-hmm. This is a really good, with one of the best receivers in the country in Luther Burden, Mookie Cooper, a former Ohio State Buckeye recruit. Cody Schrader, their running back, is the real deal. Unfortunately for Missouri right now, their top two defenders are out of this game with injury. So that hurts them a lot. Everything just seems to be trending positively for Ohio State. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'd probably like this to stay about two and a half. Yeah. Give me that field goal buffer there. But, uh, yeah, I think Ohio State's probably the way to go now. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get two and a half again. Right now it's Ohio State minus three. My guess is as long as this news keeps trickling out that these guys are going to play, that the the line is just going to go up higher. Right now Ohio State minus 150 on the money line. And uh, Missouri is plus 130. So that means if you're putting a $100 bet on Ohio State just to win outright, that would pay back $66.00. 67 cents in the ESPN bet app and uh, our friends at Hollywood Casino Columbus have those odds as well. The over under on the game is 48 and a half. Now one thing you brought up during the break and I kind of agree with you and player props for bowl games generally do not come out until closer to the start of the game because there are opt outs. There's news that comes out so they generally don't put those player props out until about an hour or two before the games unlike a normal regular season where you might see player props a day in advance. But there was a player prop that you were telling me about that you like for an under regarding Missouri. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I just talked about how good Luther Burden is. But I have a feeling Denzel Burke, you talk about motivation. He wants to prove he's a first-round pick in this game. I have a feeling he's going to lock down on Luther Burden. That's why he's playing in this game. I may take the under, depending on what it is for catches with Luther Burden. I'd say bang the under on that because Denzel, we've seen a lot of teams don't want to throw at him because his guys are covered so well. I think you're going to get that times 12 Mm. in this game. Okay, I can't wait to see what that player prop's going to be. Now, here's the deal. I wasn't excited for this Cotton Bowl at all. I was like, when it first was announced, I was like, oh, who cares? You know, this is a a meaningless bowl game. Next year, we'll get to the 12 team, and Ohio State will be a part of that. But now, with the Devin Brown starting as quarterback, I'm more at like a 7 out of 10 in excitement. I want to see it. I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet Ohio State, so that'll get me into it. Look, I'm a guy who's who's grinding over this West Virginia in the Duke Mayo Bowl game, so I'll be watching that as well. But I'm interested now at a, at a level of seven, where when it was first announced, I figured I'd be about a two or a three. Where are you on a scale of one to ten? How excited are you for the Cotton Bowl? I'm not going to lie. I would have been more excited if we would have seen next year. To be honest. And we're going to see that a little bit with Devin Brown. I hope, I hope, I hope we get to see Lincoln Keenholz as well. Because I don't think there's any reason to play Devin Brown. this Like, Keenholz, you got to see what he's got in a game like this. Because we mentioned this Missouri team's a good team. 
let's see him, you know, get some meaningful snaps in this game. Give him, you know, I I would give him the whole second quarter. I would give Devin Brown the first quarter. I'd give Keenholes the second quarter, and then let's see how it goes from there. Uh, but it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. These guys want to win this game, it sounds like. And I don't think that doesn't necessarily means you're not trying to win the game. But I, I want to see, and we probably are, a lot of Carnell Tate. Yeah. A lot of Brandon Ennis. I love Emeka Buka. I think he's a first-round pick. Once he gets in front of NFL scouts, I think he's a first-round pick whether he plays in this game or not. I'd rather see a whole game of Abuka and era of Tate and Ennis. I want to see next year. So I was one of the ones that was a little more excited when I thought a lot of guys were going to opt out. Interesting. Okay, complete opposite for me. You're a little bit less interested, and now I'm a little bit more interested. What will interest you is how many Cleveland Browns guys are going to be out for Thursday oh. night football, but they are still over a touchdown favorite. It's an unbelievable story. We'll get into that next on On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos On The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. All right, the next segment, we are going to be talking about Will Howard and the rumors on him possibly transferring to Ohio State. I know somebody that mentioned that before to you. I know, yeah, (laughs) weeks ago you mentioned it, but it's it's fascinating because now news is coming out and rumors and that uh, reports are that he's following different Buckeyes on Twitter and all that good stuff now. So I can't wait to get into that. We'll do that next segment, but we got to focus on Thursday night football, which is where the Browns are going to be tomorrow night playing against the Jets. And this is fascinating, guys, because I, I was pulling this up. The Browns are going to be playing without their starting quarterback, their, ba- their their backup quarterback, without their starting running back, without their starting right tackle, their starting left tackle, the, the backup right tackle, without their starting middle linebacker, without their backup middle linebacker, without their starting safety, without their backup safety, without their starting kicker, without their starting punter, without their starting kick returner. And they're still a seven and a half point favorite over the Jets. Ryan, how in God's name is your Browns doing it? Joe Flacco. Flacco. <laughs> Since week 13, Scotty. Yeah. I can't remember the number. I think it was 1308. 1,308 yards passing the most in the NFL. Which, by the way, do you know who number two is in that span? Who? Also in the state of Ohio. Jake Browning. Browning, okay. Flacco is also tied with Purdy was one of them and someone else for the most touchdown passes in that span with 10. It's pretty amazing the depth of this Browns roster. Look at safety right now. I mean, they had to call Ronnie Hickman up off the practice squad, an (laughs) undrafted guy from Ohio State. They pulled a guy off of waivers from the Bears 
uh, who has come in and playing. And then DeAnthony Bell, a guy who looked like he was a bust from a fourth-round pick a couple years ago. They also had Tanner McAllister, a former Buckeye, on the active roster. It is insane what this Browns team has done this year with the amount of injuries they had. Like we said, their third right tackle right now. Their top two tackles, Jack Conklin goes down in the first game of the year. Then you got Dewan Jones, the massive rookie from Ohio State, was yep. just doing great. Held his own against T.J. Watt. I think that shows your medal right there because I think T.J. Watt, I still think he's the best defensive player in the league personally. The depth of this team, and like I said before, I hate admitting this. Uh huh. You got to give Kevin Stefanski a lot of credit. Okay, that's where I want to go next because on December 18th, I was sent a text from a buddy, and he said, "Can you believe that Kevin Stefanski, for what he's done with this Browns team, uh, that uh, he's 12 to one to win NFL Coach of the Year?" That was on December 18th, just over a week ago. Okay, and now you look at the odds, and Stefanski is now the second favorite right behind Dan Campbell. He is now two to one to win NFL coach of the year because Ryan Stefanski deserves coach of the year. I just like, I believe Joe Flacco deserves comeback player of the year over DeMar Hamlin. If we're talking about awards, I give it to Flacco for comeback player of the year, and I give it to Stefanski for coach of the year. All right. I don't understand this comeback player of the year (laughs) if they played last year, which Joe Flacco did. Okay. Uh, But if you didn't do anything. To me, me, I would almost want to say if these were the parameters, I would give comeback player of the year to Baker Baker Mayfield Mayfield, with what he's done this year for a whole season. Remember, Flacco's only played in, what, five, six games now? It's only been a handful of games. Um Stefanski, the problem is, man, there's so many good coaches this year. D'Amico Ryans should get some love in Houston. Shane Steichen sure. with the Colts. You mentioned Dan Campbell. There's a lot of guys that probably deserve some coach of the year love here. But Stefanski should be right in the middle of it for sure. I mean, and I, I'm not a Stefanski guy. You know that. I don't, I don't understand what he does sometimes, and I don't understand the... My computer told me I got to do this, so I do this. Like, I think there's there's instincts and gut feelings in sports that you got to use sometimes. Yep. But it is working. They have the third best record in the AFC with all of these injuries. Four different starting quarterbacks have won games for them. It's pretty daggone impressive. The problem now is their team MVP, Dustin Hopkins, is out tomorrow. Yeah, it, to me, it really is incredible what they've done. That They are one of the cool stories. And yeah, I know Dan Campbell is currently the favorite, and he's... He's done a great job. Done a fantastic job with the Lions team, but we kind of saw it coming a little bit with the Lions. I don't, and, and what the Browns have overcome. I mean, I'm sorry. He should absolutely be coach of the year. We know these award, uh, odds change quickly because it looked like Brock Purdy was sailing his way to be the MVP. And then he looks like absolute trash on, uh, on, uh, Sun, on Monday night's game against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And now, of course, Lamar is a huge favorite for the MVP. All right, when we come back, we have got to get into this Will Howard talk because there is all kinds of rumors that he is looking at Ohio State as a transfer. We know he's a quarterback out of Kansas State. Solid numbers, not unbelievable numbers. We're going to get into that. And then I've got some wild, odd information for you. That is next on On the Money. More of 
Hollywood casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. Coming up on ONN. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. All right, we had other stuff planned for this segment, but this is going to be the Will Howard. Will he or will he not be a Buckeye? Because uh, about three weeks ago, you and I were looking at transfer portal betting lines because that's what we do. Where has this world gone to? Yes, and it was basically they listed eight or nine different quarterbacks who had hopped into the transfer portal and what odds they were on what spots that they would land and we know initially cam ward's odds were like ohio state was the one favorite to one, right yeah he the ohio state was a huge favorite to go after cam ward and get him and then that cooled relatively quickly and then it, over the last what two weeks the whole narrative has been ohio state's happy with their quarterback room and they're going to stick with what they've got right they like devin brown they like keen holtz and look Aaron noland is in waiting he's the guy that they think is the future well now there's a bunch of rumors out there on three sports put this out there that will howard and ohio state are are definitely still a possibility and i so i brought up will howard because initially my feeling was uh, Will Howard, really? He's he's the guy. You were not excited about that at all. You no. were like, no, I don't want it. Go and away. You, and you, Ryan, had some good information that, that he was at least being considered and looked at. I heard from a source that I trust who heard, and again, this is the telephone game, who yeah. heard from a source that he trusted that talks to Jason Candle that at Toledo, who's friends with Ryan Day, and just had a feeling. He said from what he heard, he had a feeling Will Howard would end up at Ohio State. Okay. And again, Will Howard is the and quarterback this, at Kansas State. And this was back when everybody said Will Howard's going to Texas A&M. And then, of course, Will Howard was going to USC. It yes. was a done deal. And now there's Ohio State rumors. And supposedly USC is still in the picture, but USC is also still looking at other guys as well. So... I went ahead and I looked up Will Howard's stats and they weren't, they're not going to blow you away for the season. Uh, 10 interceptions kind of jumps out at me as a lot of picks, mm -hmm. 24 touchdowns. As far as his running numbers, I know he had a lot of rushing touchdowns. Yes, exactly. Like one yard, two yard rushing touchdowns. Yes. So he had 350 rushing yards and nine touchdowns. So you kind of like that, you know, the dual threat ability. Now, the one thing that I like to look at is how these quarterbacks perform against good teams. Cause I don't care how he did against Southeast Missouri. I don't really care that much, you know, how he performed against Baylor because Baylor's bad. I'm more interested in the big games that they played this year. And, and really Kansas State played two top 10 teams. They played Texas at Texas and they played Missouri at Missouri. And I want to read off these numbers to you, Ryan. At Missouri, he was 
25 for 39, 270 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. It's not bad. You're going to like those numbers. At Missouri, a good defense. Then at Texas, this game was in November. Really, people forget about this. Kansas State had this game won. Okay, they should have won the football game. They lost in overtime as they had the ball down near the goal line and didn't score and ended up losing. Against Texas, 327 yards, 26 of 41, four touchdowns, one interception. Those are pretty good numbers. Really good against two top 10 teams on the road. Did he have rushing touchdowns in any of those games, or do you have it pulled up? That's a good question. Right now, I just have the passing. Um but, yeah, those are good numbers against good teams. You know what's funny? We were talking about this just a little bit ago. It almost sounds like, and I think Will Howard, what What did you say his size? He's like 6'5", 230, 35 pounds. Big dude. So he's a little bigger than Devin Brown, but almost sounds like he's got kind of a similar game mm-hmm. to Devin Brown in the little bit we've seen of Devin Brown. The one thing that this always made sense to me, I never thought Ohio State was big fish hunting. In the portal. Yeah. I thought they wanted to bring in somebody that could be a depth piece that could help push Devin Brown and Lincoln Keen holes and give them a, you know, competition. I never thought Ohio State was going to say, hey, you're coming in to be our starting quarterback, which kind of didn't make sense for Will Howard and the fact that maybe he wanted to go somewhere and be sure he was the starter. Yeah. But. He's the kind of guy that I thought Ohio State would be after. A guy that doesn't have to come in and start, that could give our guys competition. And if he wins it, great. If he doesn't, that's okay. It gives us a reliable guy if something happens. So that part of it always made sense to me. Yes. So when we were looking at this a couple weeks ago, he was 15 to 1. To transfer to Ohio State. Good of odds. Course, yes. You were, you were like, how, how how much do you believe this? Let me know. I got this. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know that I cashed in on Kyle McCord because yeah. once the information was coming out that he was looking at Syracuse, I ended up placing a bet on him transferring to Syracuse, and uh, that ended up working out. I wish the minimum had been a little bit higher, would have <laughs> really cashed in on it, didn't get that chance. A reminder, sports are fast, betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. When we come back, we're going to look at some of the big playoff games coming up. Michigan, Alabama, that line has moved a little bit in the last couple of days. And Texas, Washington, this is On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. On ONN. College football semifinals coming up. Guys, it's the last year of the four-team playoff. I'm ready to say goodbye. Give me the 12-team, baby. You and I go head-to-head on this. I am so excited for the 12. Cam, you break the tie. You four 
or are you against the expansion and going to 12 teams? I'm for the expansion, okay. but I, I'm probably with Ryan. I don't really like 12. I thought I think like six or eight would be a better better number. I like it more exclusive. Okay, I like I love 12. I think it's set up perfectly where you're going to reward the top four because you're going to give the top four the buy. You're rewarding five through eight because they're going to get a home game, and I think it's set up perfectly. But that we're one year away from it. This weekend, where you have uh, this last weekend, would have been the first round, and then New Year's would have been your quarterfinal. So I just think about how awesome New Year's would be if we had four games back to back to back to back, you know, over the over the two days, and we would have an unbelievable quarterfinal action in four games. Instead, we only have two relevant games now, Ryan. And, and it does stink that the bowl games don't mean... You, you remember when the Cotton Bowl meant something? Yes. And playing in a Rose Bowl, even though a Rose Bowl is a CFP Bowl usually, meant something. Um, <coughs> I just... This is a rare year, I think, this year. And even this year, there's not 12 teams that deserve it. I think you could argue there's eight. But I don't think you can argue there's 12 that deserve a national championship. No. Most years, like last year, there was really only two teams that deserved it, quite frankly. You could have played last year with just Michigan and Georgia, and everybody would have been fine. Yeah. I just don't think... And then they, TCU beat Michigan, by the Yeah, way. but I mean, I, I yeah, who knows? They stole their... Or they blocked their signals or whatever <laughs> it was. They, they heard and mixed up everything. But I just don't think there's 12 football teams that deserve to play for a national championship. Yeah, and and you and I completely agree, or disagree, because I do think that it would be great to have 12 teams. I think that whoever wins the group of five, and I guess next year it'll be group of six conference, you know, I think that team deserves a shot in the playoff. I'm excited about the Cinderella story. Look, is there 68 teams that can win the March Madness tournament? No, but the March Madness is the greatest sporting event that we have. But it's the worst way to crown a champion. Ah, Every other sport. Oh, okay. So you, your way. Listen, football is bad too. Football is a one game thing. Anything can happen in one game. A series is the best way to do it. We know that. Your way but. to crown a champion means a 13 and 0 conference champion that won all of their games, went out, scheduled a tough non conference game, doesn't even get a shot. That's, that's the system that you're supporting, sir. No, no it's not. It I is. think the best team. And how are we going to do this? Can we get rid of the committee? Can we bring the BCS for? formula back to no. rank these teams at least it's a better way they're than these... having these people that have built-in biases built-in human biases in it there needs to be a system where you're right it's not a committee that gets to determine all of it i agree with that uh the good thing is next year the automatic the conference championship winners will automatically be automatically be slided in one, two, three, and four. So that takes a little bit of the pressure off. But uh, anyway, we're, let's talk about what we have this year. And what we have this year is a really annoying, stupid game uh, in the Rose Bowl, which is Alabama and Michigan. I keep going back and forth on this game. Ryan, because initially I thought Alabama, absolutely, you know, they're the team. And then I thought more about it and I'm like, man, this, which Alabama team is this going to be? The one that really dominated Georgia in the fact that they led the entire game against them? Or is it the game where Alabama played against Auburn where they were down the entire game and needed a miracle? You know I'm a big coaching matters guy. I would never pick Jim Harbaugh over Nick Saban. Yeah. 
in a game like this. Now, it could be wrong. Maybe Michigan is just that much better of a team. But I'm not betting against Nick Saban in this game. I know. It's, that's that's the tricky part. That is the tricky part. The other game, which I'm really excited for, because I think this is going to be a really high-scoring, entertaining game, is Texas-Washington. Texas is a four-point favorite over Washington. By the way, Alabama now a one-and-a-half-point underdog against Michigan. You like Washington. I don't understand this at all. Yeah. I do not get this one bit. I Washington, like they've they have the best resume. They they've do beaten everyone. They've got the best quarterback to me in this thing. They are plus seven fifty to win the national championship. I don't know how everybody isn't putting money on that. Interesting. And also Washington to defeat Alabama in the national championship game. 15 to 1. I'm putting money on that. I like that. Ooh, all right. I like it as well. I'm rooting for that. That would be the ideal scenario for me. All right. When we come back, we are going to do our last, lasting impressions on this 14 playoff, and then we're going to make our pick. What's the way to bet Ohio State, Missouri? We're going to do that next on On the Money. Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. Coming up on ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Tenth and final year of the four-team playoff. Wow. I want to get your impressions because I remember, you know, growing up, I always dreamed of a college football playoff. We had such a weird system, right? Where for a big portion of our lives, it was Big Ten champs going in the Rose Bowl no matter what, right? And whether that was a national championship game or not, they were going to be playing in the Rose Bowl. And then we got to a system where we had the BCS and they, they declared, okay, the top two teams every year are absolutely going to play each other in the final game and determine the champion and then finally after forever we were going to get this playoff and it was a four team and it started in 2014 and it started with a bang because the Buckeyes win it all in the very first year 10 years deep now what's your what's your lasting impressions of the 14 playoff and your thoughts well as Buckeye fans it's hard not to remember that 2014 and you know not only the the playoff from that year but the run Ohio State had there and I know everybody talks about Cardell Jones I don't remember Cardell Jones from that I remember Ezekiel Elliott 200 220 240 yeah you know he was dominant remember the the great 85 yards through the heart of the oh, South. I have that shirt from Paul Keels. <laughs> so obviously as a Buckeye fan, that sticks out. But what sticks out to me is really there were four teams that dominated it. There yeah. were different teams that won. But if you think it was, oh, every year, Bama, Ohio State, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Bama, Ohio State, Clemson. Bama, Ohio State, Clemson. And then we just subbed out Clemson for Georgia here. Yes. At the end of it. 
And it's pretty crazy that in a sport where we see so much parody in the NFL and they've done so many things to try to make parody in college football, it was really dominated by the usual suspects. It was. It was. And you're right. Until these last couple years where you had some teams that snuck in, TCU getting to the championship game last year, that was, you know, that was a great game. But honestly, I remember, Ryan, a lot of blowouts, a lot of really ugly, not great football games. So let's put more teams in. <laughs> well, let's, let's even it out more, right? You know, let's, let's make it a little bit more intriguing. I think that the sport is just going to, with with all the transferring and with the conference expansion, it's just going to be a totally different, uh, a sport that we wouldn't even recognize five years ago is where we're headed. But I, I came across this the last time each of these blue blood uh, college football national championship teams won an outright national title. And I thought this was interesting to bring up here, final segment, since this is the final uh, four-team playoff. So Alabama last national title was 2020. Ohio State was 2014. Texas, which we know is in the playoff, their last title, 2005. USC, 2004. Oklahoma, 2000. Uh, throwing some more blue bloods in there. Notre Dame's last national championship, 88. Yep, 88. And Michigan's last outright national championship. Uh, man, I want to say 97, but they split. That was a split. That was a split with what? Was it Nebraska? That was with Nebraska. So yeah. Michigan's last outright. I don't. It's a long time. Nineteen forty-eight. Yeah, long was time. the last time they won the national championship. Yeah, I mean, for me, look, I, I've all been. I've always been about expansion. I'm excited about it, but there's no doubt about it. I think as far as matchups go, this is the most even two-game matchups. Of that we've had probably in the history where you only have a one and a half point favorite and you have a four point favorite. And I do like the fact that we've got two games where I wouldn't be surprised if either game goes either way, Ryan. Uh, well, I'll tell you right now, I'll be surprised if Texas beats Washington. I really will. <laughs> That's if wild to me. If, a four point if dog. you remember, I would, I would not have had Texas in my final four. That's right. Um, And I would have had Washington number one. I think they're that good. I believe in Michael Penix that much. So if Texas beats Washington, I know not to most people that's a surprise, but to me, that's a little bit of a surprise, quite frankly. Um, Alabama-Michigan, I think Alabama's going to win, but if Michigan wins, I won't be surprised. Yeah. I'm I'm coin flip on that one. I lean Texas over Washington. You know I've been on Washington all year. I'm jumping off, off a the horse, teeny tiny bit. Jumped I, off the I horse. Wouldn't be shocked if Washington gets it done. And then let's give our scores and what we think is going to happen in the Cotton Bowl. Ohio State a three point favorite. Forty eight and a half is the total. I'm going to take Ohio State twenty eight twenty four to win the game. How about you? Ohio State 31, Missouri 23. Okay. This is On the Money, the Wednesday edition. We can't wait to hear you. We're going to talk Cotton Bowl. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to hear from you on Sunday. This is On the Money. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. We return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Baseball Tonight, the podcast. This is the Baseball Tonight podcast for Friday, December 22nd, 2023. Uh, And today will be better than yesterday. I'm Buster Only, working from my home in Montana. We've got Sarah Abbott. Last night, we had absolutely huge news. We talked about the conditions for an emergency podcast, and this is certainly one of them. Yoshinobu Yamamoto agrees to a 12-year, $325 million deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers, the biggest amount of money ever committed for any pitcher ever, $1 million more than Garrett Cole. On top of that, the Dodgers have to pay the posting fee. Uh, of about $50 million, so huge investment for the Dodgers. You knew that the Dodgers in their camp last night, they were high-fiving, they're probably popping champagne bottles for the Giants, for the Red Sox, for the Mets, for the Yankees, a disappointing today. And in a wonderful coincidence, for the first time, uh, we have Sean Bartley uh, joining us as a producer on the podcast. He grew up in New York considers himself to be a Yankee fan, and so we want to hear from a Yankee fan on this day, Sean. When you saw this news, how are you feeling? You know, just a big sigh, man. Big sigh. There's a lot of, a lot of moving pieces, and, uh, you know, hopefully this year the Yankees will just be able to get over all these obstacles that they've been facing in the, in the regular season, in the postseason, and can bring another championship back to New York. I know there's a lot of a lot of naysayers out there, but, you know, I believe in the Yankees, so we'll see what happens. Okay, you're going glass half full. Did you feel like you had a chance to sign Yamamoto? Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> really? No, no, I didn't. No, I so didn't. you weren't counting on it. You were no, bracing yourself. I wasn't, but, you know, he's over in uh, sunny California, and um, I guess he'll enjoy the sun then. Yeah, and playing alongside Shohei Otani and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, and that whole group. Sarah, when you saw the news last night, what did you think? Um, so my dad was elated. My dad is a huge Dodgers fan. So he was over the moon. Feels like the Dodgers just formed the Avengers of baseball. <laughs> and it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this pans out. You know, that's a great way to put that. Uh, they could either be the Avengers or I think from if you're the perspective of a small market team, they're villains, right? I mean, the way that they're going to be viewed by other clubs. I'm going to be talking with Paul Ambicates about what this means for the sport, what this means for the Dodgers, what this means for all the teams that lost out in the bidding. Tara, what else you got? All right. So right before we were recording this, we were recording the College Game Day podcast, going over all the bowl games and everything you need to know. So be sure to check that out wherever you are listening to this podcast. Jumping into the numbers. This is Himbo Knows on Baseball Tonight. Paul Ambicades is our $701 million man. He, of course, is the right-hand man for Mike Greenberg. He's a great researcher uh, and content editor for ESPN. Hembo, 
Tell me about, uh, first off, I know that you have to get up early. How did you get the news about the Yamamoto signing? So uh, because I wake up at like three o'clock in the morning to do my TV job, this is obviously news that I missed when it broke live. And so I discovered that this occurred with like a torrent of uh, text messages and like Twitter notifications as soon as I woke up. When I turned my phone off of airplane mode onto I'm ready to live now mode, that's what I saw. Um, I wasn't surprised that it was the Dodgers. I wasn't really surprised at the dollar figure or the number of years or anything. I was just a little surprised that it happened when it did. I was expecting it to happen closer to Christmas, maybe even in between Christmas and the new year, because we had heard uh, before the the, uh, Thursday night football game that Otani was going to the game and that Yamamoto would not be there. So I was thinking, all right, nothing is is, going to happen right away. But look, I mean, it's Dodgers fans around the country or around the world now are rejoicing. And I think there's been a mixed reaction, to say the least, around around the baseball world otherwise. Oh, I, t- I think to say the least, uh, for sure. I mean, let's start with the Dodgers. Uh, you know, you sent me an email earlier this morning, basically de- declaring the Dodgers as the champions of 2025. <laughs> You're not ready to say that about 2024. Give me your reaction to this move for the Dodgers. Yeah, so for the, from the Dodgers, from the perspective of the Dodgers, they're going to be the favorite to win the World Series every year now moving forward, at least at the beginning of every season. And that's because the top-end talent on this roster, coupled with the player development behemoth that Andrew Friedman has created, just makes them a ridiculous juggernaut in the regular season. We know that you can't really buy a dynasty in baseball because of the variance that occurs in the postseason. And that's why, from that standpoint, I'm not nearly as worried. So I think like the national narrative that the Dodgers are buying themselves championships is a bit overstated because... Teams candidly haven't been able to do that, at least not in the last couple decades. But I think what the Dodgers are are going to become is the greatest regular season team of all time. And that could happen as soon as 2025. Because two years from now, when Otani is in that rotation with Yamamoto, with a fully healthy Walker Bueller, with a presumably fully healthy Tyler Glasnow, and Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and Otani in the lineup. Still Bobby Miller. Primes. Bobby Miller, by the way, a stud rookie last year who throws 100 there's a billion. Like, this is going to be one of the best teams ever. In, tw- in 2001, the Mariners won 116 games. In 1906, the Cubs won 116 games. And I think that Dodgers team has the chance to be one of the greatest teams we have ever seen. So what the Dodgers are going to be doing, really, is historic stuff. They've been phenomenal. No team in the National League West is going to sniff the Dodgers for years to come. But as we well know, and has been established over the last decade, the best team in baseball rarely wins the championship. The Dodgers have often been the best team. They've won one measly championship, and we know that one is sometimes uh, discounted by public by the public because of where it happened and how it happened during the pandemic in 2020. But look, the Dodgers are going to be the best team in baseball's regular season for the foreseeable future. I think they'll be so by an order of magnitude. Yeah, and I think that they really did such a great job of setting themselves up to make this big money strike. And and let's be on, let's be clear here, and we'll get into the whole ramifications for the sport. Uh, down the road for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done